Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast. This is your host, Cade Howell, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. What's going on? I hope you're having an awesome day so far, and I'm excited about today's episode because this one literally can change your fitness journey. If you take the information in this episode and you actually apply it, in your fitness journey, it's going to make it a million times easier. These are some of the things that I really, really wish that I knew when I first got started in fitness would have made things so much easier for me. So I wanted to give you these five fitness rules, I call them, but really just kind of guidelines, things that you should know and things that you should practice in your fitness journey that will make it a lot easier. So I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Like I said, there's a lot of valuable stuff in here that can kind of transform your fitness journey. And if you do get some value from this episode and you enjoy it, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify has a place where you can rate it now. That really helps the podcast grow and, and reach more people like you and help them out. So I would really appreciate that. And with that, I hope you enjoy the episode. I 100% believe that these are five of the most helpful things to know in fitness. And these five things can turn your fitness journey around, make it so much more enjoyable, so much easier to stick to, and really just something that's actually long-term rather than just this short-term burst of motivation. It's not me saying, all right, try these five simple tricks to get amazing results overnight. I'm very much against BS like that. You should know that at this point. But it is me saying, if you genuinely take these five fitness rules to heart and actually apply them, because that's a big piece of it, obviously, and that's something a lot of us are guilty with is taking information, thinking, ah, that's cool, and then not actually applying it. And that's including myself. I something that I can always improve on. So if you really do take these five things to heart and you apply them in your fitness journey, your fitness journey is going to be so, so much easier because these are by far the biggest difference makers that I've learned in my own journey through years of doing this and through coaching hundreds of others through their fitness journey. So with that, let's jump into the first rule, rule number one, which is The most important rule on this list, that's why it's rule number one, uh, rule number one, do not compare your progress to anyone else's. And as as cliche as this might sound, we've all been here where we're scrolling on social media or we see somebody in the gym that seems like they've just made so much better progress, such better progress um, than us. And we kind of get in this comparison mode where it's like, well, they have they have bigger arms than me. Like they're, they're leaner than me. They have a better six pack than me. And we're always comparing, we're making these comparisons and that's just putting us down. It makes us feel like our progress is just irrelevant. Like, well, they've made such good progress, but mine isn't as good. Even though you may have made amazing progress, if you see somebody that has better progress, you're going to kind of disregard yours or at least, um, not take yours as seriously. And I'm going to be real with you here. You might, always struggle with this. This is something that I still struggle with even after years of doing this. And I think it's something that a lot of people, especially in fitness, struggle with this. It's not like you're going to just listen to this podcast and be like, hey, you know what? That's a good idea. I'm never going to compare myself to another person again, because obviously that's not going to happen. I wish it was that easy. It kind of comes naturally to compare ourselves to other people. But the good news is, 
you can get a ton better at actually catching yourself in the moment when you're making these comparisons. It's not going to happen overnight. Like I said, I still struggle with this after years, but I've gotten a lot better at it. I've gotten a lot better at recognizing these negative thoughts. And the more that you notice them, the easier it is to actually address them in the moment rather than just letting them escalate into full-on self-sabotaging thoughts where you just end up giving up in your fitness journey because there's so many other people out there or so-and-so is doing better than me. My progress is irrelevant. And one of my favorite quotes of all time is from Jordan Peterson. It's one of his rules in his 12 Rules for Life book, but it's compare yourself to who you were yesterday not to who someone else is today. And I absolutely love that because that basically sums up this entire first rule is you have to look at your progress as the most important thing compared to where you were at the day before, not your progress compared to someone else's progress. You are your only competition. There's really like, this isn't a competition. It's a competition against yourself. You're trying to slowly improve over time. And that's really all that matters. If you're doing that, you're making amazing progress. There are so many things outside of just how hard you're working that go into how easy it is to make progress. Some people are going to build muscle and lose fat very easily. Other people are going to have a really hard time with it. So you can't be making all these comparisons. There's way too many variables to actually take that and really take it to heart. So that's the first rule. Do not compare your progress with anyone else's. Now, rule number two, another very, very important one that I see a lot of people go wrong with. So rule number two is manage your expectations before you begin your fitness journey. Because here's the deal. If you go into your fitness journey expecting very quick progress, Uh, things to just go smoothly and in 30 days you're just going to be shredded you're going to have a six-pack you're going to be disappointed and it doesn't even have to be that extreme of an example it could be like all right i'm going to have a six-pack in six months when that might not be realistic there's a lot of people that's not realistic for you have to be real with yourself and say all right what is something that is a good balance of sustainable. It's something that I can stick with. I'm not going to have to absolutely starve myself or cardio my face off to get there. And it's, it's still motivating, you know, and you have to make sure you're setting a goal based on that, not just like, all right, what exactly do I want? What time frame do I want it? Because if you do that, like I would be like, oh, I want a million dollars in the next two minutes, you know, and that's not realistic. Like the reality is fitness takes time. Being successful in fitness takes time. And chances are it's going to take a lot longer than you would like it to. That's one thing that I tell my clients is like, all right, I'm not a coach that's going to bring you on as a client and just starve you to death, throw a bunch of cardio at you, make your life miserable just for you to reach your goal as quickly as possible. We're, we're playing the long-term game here. This is something that we know is going to take time and it's probably going to take longer than you would like it to. Just like getting a million dollars, it's probably going to take take you longer than you'd like it to. And it is like building wealth, building wealth. It's not going to happen overnight unless you somehow hit an amazing jackpot with just perfect genetics. It's going to be super, again, not overnight, but it's going to be a lot easier for you compared to some other people. There's no way to get fit 
quick, just like there's no way to get rich quick. Maybe unless you bought like Bitcoin when it first came out or something. Uh, but if I can leave you with one piece of advice on this, one, it's not a quote, it's something that I just kind of came with. So it's a quote by me. There we go. Uh, be aggressive with your goals, but realistic with your expectations. And I think that sums it up. That's something that you, you do. You should be aggressive. You should be ambitious. You should want to accomplish a lot, but you also need to be realistic with yourself of how long it's going to take there and what it's going to take to get there. So that is rule number two, manage your expectations before you begin. And rule number three, do not rush the process. This is another very, and it goes kind of in line with the expectations things. You can't be rushing this, expecting things to happen overnight, and you shouldn't be doing whatever it takes for it to happen as quickly as possible. Because whatever you're trying to accomplish in fitness, rushing the process, it's not the move. If you're trying to lose fat, rushing the process is a good way to probably develop a poor relationship with food, thinking that certain foods are bad and certain foods are good and you have to avoid all of the bad foods and eat only good foods and you have to restrict your calories to a certain amount and like 1200 calories is the number for me when that's not going to be the case so it's a it's a good way to develop probably a poor relationship with food a good way to burn yourself out your hunger levels are going to spike through the roof it's going to be super hard to adhere to mentally and physically you're just going to feel run down good way to crash diet end up gaining the weight back in the future because again this is a long-term game this is not something that we're just trying to make as much progress in the next 30 days as possible and you're probably going to hate your life just eating salads running on the treadmill throughout the entire process which again makes it very hard to adhere to and if you're trying to build muscle on the other hand rushing the process is just a good way to put on a bunch of excess body fat because you're you're only going to build muscle at a certain rate any weight that you gained quicker than that is just going to go towards um putting on body fat so good reason to not rush the process in, in either of those and i'm not saying that you have to do everything super slow motion in fitness like the goal like i said is to find a good balance of something that's sustainable but also motivating you so just for some kind of applicable uh, takeaways like for fat loss this is probably going to be around losing about 0.5 to 1% of your body weight per week. So if you're 200 pounds, a, a pretty good rate of loss for most people is one to two pounds per week. Like it's still motivating. You'll get four weeks in, you'll be seeing good progress on the scale. You'll be seeing good progress in the mirror with how your clothes fit, but it's also not so fast that you're just hunger is spiking. It's getting super hard to adhere to and you're risking rebounding. Now for building muscle, it's a little bit of a, of a slower process because again we don't want to just put on a bunch of excess body fat so this is probably typically right around gaining 0.5 to 1.5 percent of your body weight per month like if you're newer and you have more potential to build muscle quicker you can lean towards that higher end if you're more experienced like it's harder for you to build muscle leaning towards that lower end will be best in terms of keeping body fat percentage or body fat gain low and giving you still enough plenty of calories in a surplus to be able to build muscle so sustainable plus motivating is the recipe for long-term success in fitness so rule number three do not rush the process
Now on to rule number four, stop relying solely on motivation. I know you've been there, you start your diet or your workout program and you're feeling super motivated and then a week or two in that motivation just starts fading just little by little. Then not long after that, maybe a couple weeks in or a month in, your motivation is gone along with your consistency because if you're not motivated, it's going to be hard to stay consistent. I actually made, I think it was two podcasts ago, two or three podcasts ago, I made an episode basically all about motivation and adherence. So that's a really good episode to check out. But before you know it, like once you lose that motivation and consistency, you're just back at point A wondering what went wrong. And I'll tell you what went wrong. You relied on a feeling motivation which is just like being happy or being sad or being angry you relied on that feeling to stay consistent and as you know feelings like this like being happy sad angry etc they're always waxing and waning they're going to come and they're going to go you you don't have full control over those feelings they're emotions that are going to come and go and you're not alone here like we all go through this we're all guilty of this to an extent, but the key is to understand that you're not going to be motivated 24-7. You will have to use your willpower at some point. That is part of this process, but it's also very, very important to understand that the goal is to not have to use your willpower for the rest of your life because willpower is also something that is not going to last forever. It's kind of like a battery pack, and the more that you use it, the less that you have. And so willpower is something that we have to eventually get away from like we do have to rely on that at a certain point but the goal is to get away from this willpower mode through creating systems and creating habits that really make it easy because they take willpower out of the equation you don't need willpower when something is basically an, an automatic action so again i went really in depth with all of this on one of my recent podcasts i can't remember which one exactly it was i think it was two or three podcasts ago but if you want to check that one out it is super helpful when it comes to just adherence and motivation in general so that is rule number four do not rely solely on motivation now rule number five the last one the grand finale which is a very very important one rule five aim for improvement not perfection because let's be honest, you're not going to be perfect ever. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. You're not going to be perfect. So get that out of your mind. You are not a robot. So you need to stop expecting yourself to be 100% dialed in all the time because chances are this is what is leading to your all or nothing mindset. So many people have this all or nothing mindset where it's like, all right, I'm starting this new diet. I'm going to eat super clean. A weekend, they have a slice of pizza on the weekends. They're like, oh, screw it. I messed up my diet. I'm going to go have some ice cream and some brownies and cookies too. And maybe you miss a workout. And it's like, well, I missed my workout yesterday. Not going to go today because I already messed it up. And so many people struggle with this. And it's because they expect themselves to be perfect. They expect themselves to be perfect. But the reality is if you go into this knowing that, all right, I'm going to have some slip ups here and there. I'm not going to be 100% perfect with things. It makes it so much easier just to say, all right, I knew that was going to happen. I had some pizza yesterday, which is completely fine should be including stuff like that in my diet if I really enjoy it. I'm just going to jump back on track today and get the most out of um, the rest of this week and really just be able to maintain that consistency so we can actually have success in 
the long term. And it really does not take perfection to see good results. It takes consistency. And to give you kind of an example of what that consistency should look like, if you're consistent 80% of the time, that means you're checking off 24 of 30 days of being consistent, not perfect, being consistent with the things that matter most, things like your food intake, um, your exercise, sleep, things like that that really matter a lot. It's not like, oh, how many carbs did I have this day versus this day? Really, the things that matter the most. 80% consistency is what I would say would be kind of the bottom end of what we want to be aiming for, which is 24 of 30 days. So I'm not going to lie to you and be like, well, just do your best. Like you can have these slip ups, you know, pretty frequently. It's not a big deal. Like we, we still have to be consistent, but we just don't have to be perfect. And if you're consistently making little improvements over time, if you have a bad week one week and then you learn from that mistake and you address it and you're always making these tiny improvements, there's going to be some fluctuations with that. It's not like you're going to get better every single week. But if you are gradually making improvements over time, you're absolutely killing it and you're right on track to reach your goal. You're not you're not going to have something like having some pizza or missing a workout let you um, – let you fall off track because you know that, all right, these things will happen. They're bound to happen. I don't have to be 100% perfect to see good progress. I have to just consistently make little improvements over time. And then time really is the only thing standing in between you and reaching your goal. So with that, guys, that is the episode. So I really hope that was helpful for you. If you need help kind of putting all of this together, uh, you can always shoot me an email. I'm happy to help and kind of set up a, a game plan with you. I do strategy calls with people who need help in just basically setting up a game plan in their fitness journey. So I'll, I'll have that linked in uh, the podcast description, or you can just shoot me an email. Always happy to help you guys. Um, so just reach out if you have any questions on that, and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you again for tuning in and listening. I really hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And if you did, take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram story, and tag me at Howell underscore fit, and leave the podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions about coaching or need advice on anything training or nutrition related, shoot me an email at the email linked in the description, and I will talk to you guys soon.